Last week, I got to host Photo Booth Supply Co.'s virtual booth summit. With large events still shut down, who knows when we'll get together again in one of those over-the-top Vegas convention halls. Who knew I'd miss them so much? There were two panelist sections that I thought had so much great content that I wanted to share it with you guys today. My name is Catalina and I run Modern Photo Booth Company and you're tuned into the Photo Booth Podcast where we talk all things about photo booth business. The first recording I'm going to share is called Going With The Flow During COVID. Here I got to sit down with four other photo booth owners to talk about how they are kicking butt at their business during these times. Welcome back, guys, and thank you again for waiting with us. Uh, so we have our panel here, and I'm just going to have everyone introduce themselves. So Ray is back from, or sorry, I'm going to introduce them. Ray is back from Creative Photo Booth in Australia. We have Marco from MBP Photo Booth in San Antonio, Texas. We have Mike from The Social Vibe from California, and C2 from Chic Booth. And I'm sorry, C2, I forgot where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Oh, I was going to say it, but anyway. Uh, so this is our panel of experts when it comes to going with the flow during COVID. Every single one of these people has done something unique to keep their business afloat during this whole pandemic. A lot of you guys are working. Some of you guys aren't, but you're doing other stuff to build up to it. So I just really wanted to give an opportunity to everyone to hear your stories because I know that there's just so much great information that even if someone applies just one of these things that you guys are doing, it'll be super beneficial to their company. So I'm just going to start going into questions and then I will let you guys take it away with your expertise. So COVID has created a lot of headaches for the photo booth industry um, and communicating this to our clients is obviously very, very hard and having them understand how our high touch photo booth is going to do going forward, especially since we need events to, to function. So what are some steps that you've taken to communicate the various changes that you've made to your clients? Um, and C2, I'm going to start with you because I know you've done a ton of stuff on your site. Yes. So the, the most important thing we did is we realized quickly that emails, as much as they are great, they weren't enough. We sent a few emails to our clients, reminding them that we were there for them and that we have a whole bunch of new solutions, but we've got close to no answer whatsoever. So what we decided to do instead is create videos. So we actually did some videos, a little bit like Raymond was uh, mentioned he did earlier, but we did a whole bunch of videos and sent them to the client explaining our processes, at least our new processes. So people can realize that we have this booth you can still use it. You can still print the photos. You can still get your email, your text message to your phone, but you don't have to touch it. And we don't have to get any near you as, at all. So that works for us the most, the videos, something visual. And we've got a lot of responses since then. And where did you actually post these videos? So did you email them out again or were they on your website? I we we have we emailed them. We posted them on uh, social media platforms as well. But I have to admit something. I'm horrible with social media. We all are horrible with social media in the whole company. So we, we we don't we try hard, but we just can't get it right. So I, subconsciously, I think we just gave up on trying it. So while we posted them on social media and we got a lot of response from them, we emailed them as well to our clients. And some of my clients actually text with them. So I was able to say, hey, check this out. It'd be cool. So the email portion is what works best for us. So we, that's, that's how we were able to distribute these videos to our clients. Wow. So it's really funny that you say that you guys suck at social media because I think your social media has really got tons of great content in it. <laughs> so, so, you might so not post a lot, but it's beneficial stuff. It's funny because I looked at everyone's, uh, everyone in the panels, I looked at the social media and I thought to myself, geez, I need to learn something from these guys. It's clean, <laughs> it's beautiful, it's colorful. I mean, it's, I'm going to call you guys, we're going to talk. <laughs> I need to learn. <laughs> I, I like colorful. As you, can, as you can see right here, I like colorful. I so I, I picked yellow today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it's a good color for you. 
Thank you. Definitely a good color. Well, Marco, um, I know that you did a lot of work too. And one of the biggest things that you posted about was that you did this great podcast with another wedding planner where you guys actually like walked through absolutely everything um, that you guys have been doing and your style shoot. Like, tell me about everything because you've been doing so much. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, so I'm, I'm super active on social media. Um, you know, like, like you mentioned right now, you know, like he's that active. I'm on the, like the complete opposite. I'm very, very active. Um, so I, I don't necessarily, I see a lot of people posting about, you know, what we're going through and, oh my gosh, there's no events and, you know, just things that are not, that have nothing to do with events right now. So I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I think I'm just going to continue posting. Like if, it was just any other, you know, time of the year. So as usual, I just do my regular post and, and just keep going with, with, you know, I go through my old events and, and bring back photos that people probably don't even remember I had. So um, they reached out to me from, uh, from a wedding magazine. So um, our local wedding magazine here in San Antonio, they started a podcast um, and they also, it's like a YouTube channel. So they reached out to me and they're like, hey, um, you know, you want to you want to come join us? We'll do an interview. And it was just perfect timing because you guys had just launched the, um, the hands free option. So I was like, I think this is going to be my opportunity so that I can talk about it. And, and you know, they're going to be sharing, obviously, the podcast with everyone. I mean, they have a lot of subscribers. Of course, I mean, the magazine is the, the, the most important magazine here in San Antonio for weddings. So I was like, this is the perfect time. And um, yeah, I mean, I went to I went to do the interview. I took salsa with me, and we actually did. Uh, you know, like we we had the the host from the podcast use it. Um, they they loved it. You know, like it was. We talked about pricing. We talked about um, you know like the different packages that I offer with the different photo booths that I offer, and uh, and the timing also with with uh, you know with the podcast. I ended up doing a. Um, a promo video for the hands-free option. The, uh, you know, the moment that you guys announced it, I was like, I need to get on it right away. So I called my videographer and we, you know, we grabbed uh, uh, some friends and we just went down to the river walk and did a, a hands-free uh, promo video. And the day they released the podcast, it's the day that I got my, my final product with the, with the promo video. So the timing was just really good because they released the podcast it was being shared all over social media. You know, the wedding magazine was doing it. The vendor, like wedding vendors were sharing it. And then, of course, I was sharing it all across social media. And then right after that, I released the promo video so that people would, would you know, would have something to see based on what they heard on the podcast. So it, it was great timing for me. <laughs> Sounds like it. And what have you seen? Like, have you seen any leads come out of it? Even if it's not for this year, like, have you seen stuff for next year? Or like, how's your bookings looking, I guess? Yeah, so so what I did, um, right after I got my, my promo video, I emailed it to pretty much, I mean, almost every email that I have on my, on my you know, on my books. Um, I emailed it to wedding planners, to corporate planners, uh, to previous clients, to potential clients, to, I mean, everyone. I just did that, I again, social media. And uh, yeah, I mean, I got, I got several bookings right away. Um, you know, clients that had already said no uh, for whatever reason. And then they saw this option and they really liked it. So, so it worked for me. And then also um, wedding planners. They're like, you know, this is great because a lot of the weddings are being either canceled or they're just you know, they're going from this big wedding to like a smaller, you know, event. So, so I think uh, that worked for them as well, because, you know, they needed something smaller versus, you know, like a, having a backdrop, having the printouts, having all this other stuff. So, so yeah, I think uh, probably like a week after the video went out, I got uh, probably like three or four weddings from, um, from wedding planners. And then I've been getting inquiries from, from uh, you know, just people in general and see it on, on social media. And then I also went on all my inquiries that I had received on the Nod and Wedding Wire that people that didn't really reply at one point, I just sent them the video. I'm like, hey, if you're still interested in a photo booth, you know, this is another product that I'm offering right now. And I've been getting a good response from those two, from the Nod and Wedding Wire right now. 
you are like the only person in the world that books off wedding <laughs> and, and, and the thing is like i don't pay for it it's the free you know how you can get like a free account wow. you know with them yeah it's the free it's the free one you get you have restrictions but you i still get leads <laughs> Wow, wow, that's amazing. I don't know about you. Anyone else here actually book from Wedding Wire? Is it, no, not <laughs> at all. Please, I don't book any. Yeah, same. I get so many leads from Wedding Wire too. And it's just, and I have multiple brands in the city. I get the exact same message from the exact same person every time uh, to all three brands. And I'm like, which one do I email them from? Because they're not going to book. <laughs> Um, so obviously live events look very different for each and every one of us. You know, some are in full blown open mode. Some of them are still shut down. Um, you know, there, there's definitely events happening, but it's obviously not in the same abundance as we saw, you know, in 2019 or maybe earlier this year. What are some unique ways that you guys have changed with the time? And I'm just going to open this up to anyone who wants to jump in on this one. If, you know, you want to talk about, um, something cool that you've been working on. And I know you all have been working on cool stuff, so you all should have something to say. <laughs> I guess that like somebody else. <laughs> Mike, I'm calling you up. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, I mean, first and foremost, I'm sure a lot of you who have um, followed the podcast have heard about the contact-free photo booths. That in itself has been massive. It's been a huge hit. Um, that one I'll, I'll wait to when Catalina calls on me for that one but uh, uh yeah definitely contact free photo booths have been huge um we just all have to adjust right now it's not the norm um uh, the big thing with the pro subscription as well the virtual props those have definitely come in because nowadays people and probably moving forward people aren't going to want want to spend on props uh because I mean we all been there we go to after every wedding you have to replace a few you know kids run off with them um people have too much of their favorite uh uncle's uh, medicine and they definitely break your stuff. So uh, virtual props moving forward, but um, yeah, Marcos. <laughs> yeah, so so I think, uh, I mean, I've been working a lot on, on um, style shoots. I, uh, you know, I've been partnering up with, with you know, with photographers or, or just wedding vendors. And, uh, and we've been doing a lot of, uh, you know, uh, photo shoots that will serve as promo material for me right now for example um this week i have my my salsa booth at, um, at a photographer's studio so what he's doing this week um it's for uh for sweet 16 and quinceaneras so the way he's selling his his service right now it's like hey if you didn't have a quinceanera for if, if it got canceled or whatever um he's selling a pack uh, a package where he partner up with me for the photo booth um somebody for hair and makeup uh, somebody that had the sales dresses for, for the quinceañeras and um, um, somebody that did a really cool backdrop. So what he's doing, he's having these girls come to the studio and, and just, you know, you have 30 minutes, we'll give you like this really, we'll do the hair, the makeup, the dress, everything, and you're going to get your quinceañera pictures taken, even if you didn't have one. So, so, you know, they're using the photo booth and everything. So what I'm getting out of this is pretty much, promo material. Um, I don't do a lot of sweet 16s and quinceañeras. My, I do more corporate and weddings, but now I'm going to have a lot of promo material for quinceañeras. So when the time comes, you know, that they start happening again, now I'm going to have all this material that I can, you know, send to potential clients or just start promoting it on social media that I'm, you know, that I also do quinceañeras because that's, that's not a lot of my, my, the type of events that I do. Um, but not only that, like I, I partner up with venues, um, you know, that they're slow right now as well. And they, you know, they reach out to vendors and they're like, hey, let's work on something. Let's let's do photo shoots, um, you know, so that we can have promo material for every single vendor involved. So so I think that's one of the things that I've been doing the most during this past three, three months or so. Perfect. Um, Ray, I know you had like 15 minutes to yourself, but <laughs> how about you? Um, I think um, trying to, yeah, just create the content for socials because that's one of our big engagements. We get a lot of leads from Instagram particularly. Um, so, yeah, just trying to keep on top of that um, with, all the, with all the photos we're getting. Um, oh, I can't remember what your question was. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, how are you, like, how have you guys changed? And I know you talked about, you know, all the uh, yeah. photo shoots and stuff that you've been doing, but just in general, like how have your events changed going forward 
Like what so, are you kind of seeing if you're doing anything right now? So we've, we've, um, we're sort of actually hitting our second, like we had our initial postponements from when all this happened and we're coming up to those now. And, and a good portion of those are opting, um, you know, opting for a scaled down wedding. Um, and with social distancing and whatnot, those booths, they're questioning. And so we have been pitching virtual booths and they've been pretty successful, um, especially um, once they understand it. That's the big thing, like trying to get them to understand how it works. Um, and that's for everyone. You know, any phone is a photo booth. I honestly think these, mm-hmm. um, the virtual booth is the new hashtag printer. It's a lot more accessible. Um, you know, we're going to be upselling printing on the spot, all that sort of stuff um, to increase our price, um, you know, make a little bit more money as well. Uh, so that's sort of where our focus is now. Nice. how about you? Just like Raymond, same thing with the virtual booth. We are going really hard with it. And our goal is not just to market in Jacksonville or Dallas or Miami, but it's anywhere. This can be in France, it can be in Brazil, you know? So we're trying to figure out how do we change our website? How do we improve our search engine optimization so that people can find us anywhere around the world. And when they come to the website, they understand that we can offer them this service, even though we're in Jacksonville or Miami and Dallas. And we're still working on the website. We're still working on the marketing plan. We're not sure how it's going to work yet, but that's one thing we're working on. The other thing we're working on, which is pretty big, but I have to put a disclaimer out there. It's not for everybody. Don't go out there and choose to do this because it might not work for you. You have to know exactly what your market is like before you do that. But we are in talks and we have few that already signed the contract, but we will be offering our photo booth to venues and planners as a subscription. So so, uh, it's it's tricky because you have to be careful. You have to make sure you're not selling the photo booth at a lower price because you might lose that potential client. So you have to make sure you choose the right venue, you choose the right planner someone maybe in the lesser price points than where you are that way you can tap into the market as well but the way it works is simple we offer the the planner or the venue every single thing that we have email a gallery you know the software the booth we store everything they don't have to keep anything they can choose to buy the equipment and leave it with us or they can use or they can lease one of our equipment but the equipment is assigned to them and they pay us a monthly fee, and that's literally it. They pay the attendance, even though we provide the attendance, but they'll pay the attendance. They'll give us, they'll find the clients, they'll book the clients, and as soon as they book the client, we start talking to the clients under an email address that is not branded Chic Booth. And then we talk to that client, we create the, the templates, every single details, we manage it. We go to the event, we do the event, we go home, we send the gallery to the cl- to the planner and the planner sends it back to the client. It's, wow. it, it's, it's going to, the, the thing is, the reason why we went that route, honestly, is an idea that we were having even before COVID hits. And I think COVID just sped the whole process. The, we've, we realized that there was a group of people in Jacksonville, in Dallas, in Miami, that were never going to book. They are either too, their weddings are too small, they don't want to spend the money, but we had relationship with some of these venues and some of these planners. So we figured, okay, listen, if we can get these clients without them knowing that it's us, we're not losing anything. We're not losing our brands, we're not losing its identity because we are just offering a service to this third party. So we just, it's... We booked two, uh, we have a venue and a wedding planner who already signed for it. We're working on more, but it's, it seems that is going to work. And uh, because of COVID, we decided to step back in our other markets, which is Dallas and Miami. So there are some booths that we have in those cities that are gonna come back to Jacksonville and then we can put these booths to work. So instead of having you know, the, this potential client, which is a planner in this case, purchase a booth for 8,000, they can just lease one of ours, which is much cheaper for them. 
That is such an interesting concept. I actually love that concept. Yeah. Clever. <laughs> That's very clever. Cool. Yeah. I'll see how so it goes. Mike, the concept okay. is good. We'll find out if the you know the the actual thing is good. You know, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. You oh, can, fine. I mean, the only thing you can do is try it, right? I mean, that's how exactly. Uber came out and Lyft, you know, like all those, they saw a need and Airbnb, like nobody owns anything that they sell anymore. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah. You yeah. leave everything um, nowadays. I know. I don't even think I own this phone. I'm pretty sure <laughs> my cell phone company does. Uh, Mike, your grad booth. I know um, I had you on the podcast before because it was crazy. Like it was at the height of, you know, the, the shutdown. Literally no one was working. And then all of a sudden you come in and you're like, check it out. I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your grad drive through booth. Um, yeah, our drive through booth has been a hit. Um, you know, so many people after the podcast, thank you guys for having me on. So many people reached out. Um, I could talk about it all day on that, definitely. And my inbox blew up and I, it was, you know, it was my pleasure to help every one of you if you're watching right now. Um, if you have questions afterwards, feel free to reach out to me. The drive-by booth was, it just, um, you okay? Sorry, sorry, I was just saying, we have a ton of questions, let me tell you. We'll okay. get to those after though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, so uh, yeah, what, it all stemmed from how you were saying, right at the beginning, at the height, basically COVID hit everyone just like an absolute just just came out of nowhere honestly I mean we all know that and it just was like now we're sitting there with multiple booths in our warehouse like what are we going to do and then for those of you who don't know uh, we're we're a DJ company so we're a large DJ company and who also has a photo booth wing and so we got hit on both sides and um, obviously a lot of times our booth is paired to our whether it be corporate events, uh, weddings, school dances, anything we do. So now we're taking just that double massive hit. Like, what are we going to do right now? We can't get out there. We can't DJ. Uh, we thought about um, doing for drive-by parades. We thought about uh, hiring, um, like putting DJs, like for instance, out on the front yard. And I'm, we're like, no, nah, it's probably not going to fly. Like people aren't kind of in that mood right now. They're not trying to be dancey. So honestly, through just back and forth with uh, Gabriel, the owner of the Social Vibe and myself, we just, like how can we capitalize on this right now everybody we're like i used to be right here having zoom meetings like oh my god what are we going to do right now what are we going to do right now with covid and then look outside and there'll be cars honking going by and then it just was like hey why don't we put a photo booth because salsa it has such a small footprint why don't we put a photo booth out on the sidewalk or their driveway run an extension cable we're a dj company we're going to take a little speaker that we repurpose from our ceremonies that we do connect to a bluetooth right there start playing for graduation start playing like hip hop graduation songs, like, you know, just going around shuffled. And uh, yeah, so what they would do is like normal uh, graduation praise, they would drive by, everybody honks, everybody has their signs, they're shooting out silly string everywhere. It's uh, all kinds of hype. Then they would come back around and then out the window, they would go ahead and pass gifts, they would pass flowers, whatever it may be. And so uh, we're like, hey, how about we have them exit their vehicle right there? We have an attendant that's on the sidewalk, we mark on the floor, six feet away, a piece of tape, more like, hey, we'll go ahead, we'll snap your photo real quick, we'll text it to you so you don't have to touch anything, you could get back in your vehicle and you can leave, and when you leave, feel free to go ahead and check out that link, and they'll, be, they'll feel like they were part of the entire parade, and so that just blew up, the news caught uh, wind of it, and um, yeah, after that, it was crazy, they were just all kinds of people calling us, just because they, everybody needed a reason to celebrate, and there were these kids that were getting uh, robbed of their proms, their graduation. So it was really big and it's still to the day continued. Um, we obviously marketed towards graduation uh, parades right then. Um, now it's towards birthday parties. So our boots always out right now where we're at in California is like over hundred degrees. So yeah, it's uh, thankfully for that fan inside salsa, but uh, things have changed a little. Now we have to have a pop-up that goes with our attendant so that way they're not baking in the heat, but it's been awesome. And uh, see, to just to capitalize real quick on what you were saying, um, I definitely think you're onto something big there because what we do as a DJ company, we partnered with, uh, I believe it's five, five or six venues here in our city and with our DJ company. And it's obviously event venues, wedding venues, but we partnered as an all-inclusive. And so that's instant just for us. We get the phone call like you've been booked for this date. And we have seven DJs on our roster. So we're able to go ahead and accommodate the entire city. But now if you're doing, it's the same thing. So I didn't, 
yeah, I didn't, we do it, like I said, for DJing and I did, we use it as an add-on. I didn't even think of doing it like as just a straight photo booth. So that's, that's genius. It's going to be big for you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so shortly after I interviewed you, I actually did my own drive through booth. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, we did it a little bit different though, because here, we're, I mean, Canada is, is kind of like North America, but so different because I don't think we just have the population that America does to like do all those drive uh, drive through grads where people are like honking and that kind of stuff. So what we did, because everyone here, same thing, they don't have grad, they didn't get a chance to like dress up and take pictures and all the moms mm -hmm. and the mom groups. Have, by the way, get in on those mom groups because <laughs> they are gold. <laughs> They are, they are. I, I have one of one. They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> They're always looking for vendors and recommendations. They're always having parties and oh, it's crazy. But that's this is how I found it. I actually found a mom's group and they, they made another group for the moms that had graduating kids. And from there is how we ended up doing our grad um drive-through booth. And we ended up doing it for charity because uh we just wanted something to like give back to the community and have you know these kids take their pictures with their bubbles and their parents and that kind of stuff and we did it using the hands-free we made this elaborate backdrop and they absolutely loved it like I don't think I think we only had one spot left that was available by the end of it and we just got such great reviews from everyone about it so definitely high, highly recommend those drive through booths I think uh, if we could do more of them we definitely would over here as well. See, I actually awesome. tried to advertise that. I don't think I spent a lot of time on it, but we, mm -hmm. we, didn't, we didn't book anybody for it. It just, no one was interested or every time I talked about people were like, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't care about it. So I kind of gave up on it pretty early. Maybe I should try again, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll chat, we'll chat after. <laughs> it, it happened, there you gotcha. go. it happened <laughs> to me also. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't really like, I tried, I guess also, mm -hmm. but it, mm -hmm. I guess it didn't work out in a way because I guess like it's such a moving, like it, they move so fast mm -hmm. that I guess it, it just didn't click or I guess, I don't know, like it was just interesting here in San Antonio where yeah. one, it's like really, really hot, just like Mike was saying, it like gets over a hundred degrees. So so I think people, you know, they, they weren't super into the whole parade mm -hmm. stuff, but uh, but I mean it's it's a genius idea. It's it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, with the, we've taken photos of uh like some people uh, you know, you, you get different um everyone like how how with COVID everything, like some people they tell the, the for instance before it was a graduate or the birthday boy or girl like you can't touch anybody like they could come off they could take a photo but don't touch anyone other people are okay we've done one where only one where they, we actually took photos of the cars of the vehicles they pulled up and they would just kind of hang out the window and i was like that's definitely cool i got a lot of photos i have to post that one just to show like people that are you know uh, um you know really concerned with their that they could still participate in their own vehicle with their own family that's interesting yeah um are you guys okay with me jumping into some viewer questions i have quite a few here yes yeah yeah of course cool all right uh so okay first one is i, I guess for you mike as well um how do you generally price your drive-by events i think we need a better name uh, for these two <laughs> yeah three, 300 for two hours and that includes setup and strike and labor and is this an add-on to your DJ service or is that just like you that you can rent it out that way too? Yeah, you could just rent it out. All our photo booths go out normally, like pre-COVID, they would go out on their own thing. The photo booth wing is, is labeled under the same company, but it's its own entity um, just because it has such a massive following here in our city that it just, we ha it has its own teams, its own managers and everything. But um, yeah, at that price point, um, I mean, it's basically what we do normally. So we didn't have to lower our price at all. Got it. Perfect. Um, and who here is doing drop-offs? Any of you guys doing drop-offs with your boost at all? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Everyone? <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. We all are. <laughs> so one of the questions, and maybe we can all go and kind of talk about what our strategy is, uh, but someone here is asking, how do you market and sell drop-off boost? So I'm just going to, I don't know, let you guys go in alphabetical order and then I'll answer last. <laughs> Everyone's doing the alphabet in their head now. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond, you're first. <laughs> no, Marco, you're first. See, I, I can't even do it. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out, but yeah. So, so, so I guess just the way I did um, the uh, the hands-free option, I just, you know, I, I sent out an email 
and and I was like, hey, you know, um, we're not doing drop offs, you know. So so what I'm doing it's uh, um, you know like just kind of like a set amount, um, and I'm like, hey, you pay X amount, and we drop it off early in the day, and then we just pick it up at the end of the of the of the wedding or event or party or whatever. So pretty much you get to use it for the entire day for whatever amount, you know, like we're, we're charging and uh, people seem to like it. Like you just tell them like, Hey, you can either pay me, you know, like whatever for, for two hours, you know, with a photo booth attendant and all these other stuff. Or if you think that's too expensive, then, you know, what about just a drop off? You get to use it the entire day. Sometimes, um, you know, like, the brides at the venue, like during the day, they're there getting ready or, you know, the guys are hanging out or the family just comes to help, um, you know, do the setup at the wedding. You know, I mean, if they're doing that already, might as well start taking photos early in the day, you know, when they're not dressed up yet. And then, you know, as the day progresses and you'll see the timeline as, you know, like when they were getting ready. And then of course, when, when guests start arriving and throughout the night. So they pretty much get to use it all day for, for a set amount. Yeah, we were doing drop-offs um, pre-COVID, um, and that's that's one of the reasons why we bought Salsa. It enabled us to scale without having to worry about employees. Um, we already had a few in our books, so it would just require one to do all the drop-offs and do all the pickups. And um, like Marco, we're doing them as well, just pretty much full event hire, essentially, um, because it's so much easier to manage. We initially tried doing them on an hourly basis, but you know, you'd, you'd essentially need a staff member for each one. So that, that didn't work out. So um, yeah, drop off, full event hire essentially. Um, and, and they love it, digital only. Um, and they, they eat it up, they love it. Nice. So funny story, I just got a wedding wire lead. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think someone's talking me from the co- yeah, yeah, someone in the comments is like, I'm gonna go to wedding wire. Yeah, you're gonna book it. You're gonna book it. Yeah, I hope so, Catherine. I, um, <laughs> just like Raymond, I was doing drop-offs way before COVID. It's it's actually one of I love it because the markup on it is much higher and it, the amount of work is way less as well. But again, same thing. up to 24 hours. So it doesn't matter whether you need it for two hours or 17 hours, same price. It's very successful and it's been going on through COVID as well. People love it. It's interesting. I just got a lead before this this call from a group of nurses and they want to rent the drop-off and they are okay with touching the booth and I was like you know what you do your thing you're nurses you know what to do but yeah they, they want a party in December and she said I want to book so I'm sure let's do it but yeah it's it was a hit before COVID it's still a hit now so we haven't really been pushing it because it's not new to for us it's that we still book book it so yeah nice and Mike um, I mean you're obviously doing drop-offs <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I was actually shocked. Uh, we only do drop-offs as a company. We don't have, with Salsa, we, uh, we have another type of booth that, that has to have an attendant because it has a printer, but we love Salsa just because of the easy use. Um, they're all four-hour or entire event drop-offs. Uh, so it's something that we continued with uh, now and the hands-free thing works great now, but um, we actually use it, of course, now in conjunction. We, we we throw virtual parties. We DJ virtual parties. So we're able to network to everyone um, across the nation, like virtually. But if they're in our city or a reasonable distance away, we actually tack it on as um, an add-on that we'll go ahead. We'll drop it off at their front porch. They come out and our um, our tech has on gloves and everything. We have footage of going what it looks like. Um, they go, they drop it off. Uh, we explained to them real easy how to go ahead, just turn it on, click the Salsa app. So we actually pair that with our four hour virtual Zoom party where people are dancing and everything and we're highlighting cameras. And then the host has the booth at their, um, house, at their house and in the chat, they'll go ahead and drop the link so everyone can see all the photos. Even though unfortunately, they're the only ones that could take the photos, but now with the um, virtual booth, that's earlier I was like, what? Yes, this is going to be great. This is definitely going to be great to check on with our uh, our virtual parties because 
it's uh, uh, those virtual parties, um, they were a big hit at the beginning, then it kind of died down, but now people are, um, they're starting to make a rise again. Yeah, we're the same. We've always done virtual, or sorry, not virtual. <laughs> We've always done drop-offs, um, and mm. we started doing them to kind of capture the smaller price point. So we actually price ours at eight hundred and fifty dollars for six hours, and that includes the backdrop and obviously the photo booth with the programming. But we drop it off, we set it up, and then we lock the screen so they can't touch it, and we leave and we come back six hours later. So it's up to six hours, and uh, we have a we have a lot of people actually request it, and they they say, "I want a photo booth without a person." So uh, last year we did quite a few of them and this year we're, well, I mean, there's not many events, but we've been doing um, pop-up weddings. And so we actually uh, teamed up with one of our planners that normally does corporate events and we planned uh, pop-up weddings in all of these venues that aren't being used right now. So what's great is that there's three weddings a day and we literally just drop off the booth on like, we'll drop it off on like the Friday and leave it there for two weeks. And then people will rent, like they'll book their spot and then we just flip out the, the overlay for them and that's pretty much it. But, you know, once events start to come back, we are definitely going to go back to our, um, our drop-off booths because they really are a great one to have when you don't have to worry about hiring that many employees because like our Christmas season, I think it was 2018, we had like one day where we needed like 17 staff and one day I had to borrow staff from one of the other booth owners, Lexine in our city here. And I was like, can I borrow like six staff members? Cause I don't have enough. <laughs> so yeah, drop off booths are really, really great. And uh, in terms of marketing them, um, I mean, for us, we post on social media a lot. Um, it's more for us is about when we get a lead in, we actually talk to the client one-on-one -on -one to find out what their needs are. And then based on that, we generally will push the drop-off booth to them if they're saying like, oh, it's a conference. In that case, we usually say like, oh, well, if it's a conference and you know, the booth's on for an hour, off for an hour, on for an hour, it's probably better for the drop-off because you can use it whenever you want to. You don't have to worry about paying someone to stand there when people are in a conference. So just really understanding your client's needs and then offering them the booth that they need for that exact need is probably the best way that we market our drop-off booth. So, so thanks so much. Talking yeah. about uh, marketing, Catalina, there's one thing that we have done that works well too is we brand it, we don't brand it that way, but we talk about it as if it was a green photo booth. It doesn't print. Uh -huh. it's, green. Yeah. it's a green option. So a lot of people have been liking that. And what we do is we use HubSpot or, uh, for the company. So we have the ability to track our leads and know what our leads like. So we do change our marketing based on the person that is requesting our services. So when the person happens to work for a company that is very, you know, about energy efficiency, we will talk about that option and we'll highlight the fact that it doesn't print and it's, it's just a cheaper option. It uses less energy whatsoever. So that's one thing we've been doing with the digital option, the drop-off option, and it's, it's been working actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that idea. I mean, people are definitely starting to go green. Um, and, you know, printless is definitely a great way to go green <laughs> and save yeah. on print costs as well. Uh, anyone else have anything they want to add to the drop-off booths? Yeah, we'll go on to the next one. Oh, someone is asking, what is hands-free mode and QR code scanning? Uh, oh, so this person doesn't own a photo booth yet. And um, anyone want to jump in on this one? Um, I'll, I'll take it. Um, just, just because of the fact that a week ago we had a, a planner called me and her, she has a client getting married at another venue. They have another DJ and they have, um, another type of photo booth. I won't get into that. Um, but they have another type of photo booth and apparently with everything going on, they were, they had it in their contract with that DJ and they reached out Well, she reached out and then they did just because of the contact free option, the con the hands-free, uh, photo, um, option for salsa is you basically walk up, you wave your hand in front of the screen, it has a handprint right there, and then it automatically kicks everything in. So you to make it to be like, um, I guess you would say streamline it, you would do, let's say photo. And so you erase the fill, you disable the filters, you disable the virtual um, uh, props as well. And so they take their photo and then a QR code appears. The guests go ahead and they put their, ca their camera to the screen and then it automatically sends them a link. They choose text or email, I believe. And just because of that option, it we made a sale. And another, unfortunately, you know, uh, the other person 
you know, lost, I don't know, whatever deposit, whatever they have going on, but they just felt more comfortable for their guests at their wedding, having a, a hands-free option. Yeah. And we, th there's another one. Uh, I know Salsa does the, the wave thing, but we use Snappic. And with that one, it's, a, it's, it's not as easy, but the way it works is you print the QR code, you leave it next to the booth. When the guests come, they can scan that QR code. When they scan the QR code, he asks them to enter the phone number or the email address. When they do that, it gives them a different QR code that they scan on the iPad. And at that point, they can shoot, they can control the iPad from the phone. So they can do photo, give a boomerang. Again, same thing, you disable props, you disable filters, same way. But it's the same concept. And when they come back, they don't have to rescan the original QR code. They can just go back to the same web page and just trigger the, the, the photo booth from the phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like um, any of the major companies have gone, you know, hands-free at this point or have it coming out sooner than later. But hands-free for us has also been very popular. and We've done a lot of marketing for it too. And again, gotten leads just because of the, the hands-free function. Anyone else want to add to that? I think we're pretty good there. Um, so people, I, I tried doing the, the, I tried to experiment in a way. So I tried um, doing hands-free with my legacy, which was a little different, of course, than Salsa because you get the picture right away. So what I did with legacy, I just did a, uh, created a code to my website um, because, I mean, the software that we use with, with legacy, which um, um, I can't even think of the name of the software anymore. Um, but so basically they take the picture, we would take the picture of them and then they would just, I, I taped the code like right under the screen of my legacy. And then I would just tell them, like, just go ahead and scan it and the pictures will be up, you know, in like, I don't know, like 30 minutes or so. But it would just be the link to the entire gallery. And then they would just have to find their photos. It was just a, a, a like another option that I had to use for that specific event because they didn't want to use salsa. So I was like, we can mm -hmm. use legacy, but, you know, like it's you're not going to get the picture right away. You'll get it at least, you know, by the, by the time the event ends, then you'll get the photos. And it worked. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I had to improvise with that one, and and it worked. They 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 liked the the idea of it also. We we nice. did we did hands free or you did, we did hands free with the legacy as well, but the way it worked for us is a little different. I don't know what software you use, but we have the attendants who obviously controls the booth, so no one touches the machine. But when they're done, the photo has a, you know how you can share at the end of the session. You can share or reprint. There's actually a QR code option. When you hit on the QR code, it opens up the QR code and they can scan it with their phone, but it sends them to the photo right away. It doesn't send them to the gallery. Oh. I will yeah. talk to you about that software option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ray, are you using hands-free at all, a QR, anything like that? No, not at the moment. Um, it's, it's something that we'll do, but we've just been so far out doing other things, so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been converting all of our booths to hands-free. Obviously, we have a cell phone now. Queso came out with the hands-free too, which I personally like the motion one a little bit more than the QR ones. But for our legacy booths, we've had to figure out the QR codes too. But we'll figure that out when they start booking out. <laughs> for now, I'll Fine. use all the other booths <laughs> that I have. Um, okay, so this is going to be a question for people starting out. So we have people who are haven't been like, haven't started their business yet. Some people who are obviously deep in their business and some people who are veterans that are tuning in. Um, so one person is asking, what are tips that you would say on not to do when you're first starting out? And then any tips on how to start getting booking? So is there one thing you wish you never did before? <laughs> I'll, I'll chime in. Um, save your money and don't throw it all into Google or Facebook advertising. <laughs> yeah because when you're starting out you don't know what you're doing <laughs> with with those platforms and it will chew your money your best your best way of leads are quite literally when you're first starting out i think have make sure you have a good website social media is free jump on those those wedding groups um not so much now but in the future um the local uh like the wedding expos and we we still do those and uh, we do them every year and we get so many leads and so many bookings out of those. Um, you know, $500, I'm not sure how much, you know, they're various, various different prices, but 
$500 for a wedding expo will bag us thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of, uh, of bookings. So don't, have, don't, don't spend too much on, on advertising when there's lots of free avenues. I think, um, sorry. No? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think uh, what um, I would say what not to do is um, don't start offering your services at a very low price because you are probably going to get stuck within that circle of clients. Um, you know, like if you're going to start it, at least when I started, you know, I, I, I actually used Catalina as a, as a, as an inspiration, uh, you know, like I really liked her brand and, and I was like, Hey, you know, that's something I want to do. So in order for me to achieve that, then I needed to create an expensive brand. Um, so, you know, I started getting, you know, like really good clients and, and, and I stayed within that circle. You know, I started to get referrals from those clients and, uh, and, you know, like I, I was, I didn't have to do discounts or anything like that at the beginning because I stayed within a certain circle and that's how I started growing my, my business. And then um, I guess a lot of networking, that's definitely something that I recommend when you're first starting out. Um, you know, the networking, I mean, it's free. A lot of, a lot of uh, you know, social media. And then that's how you will get noticed as well. Like if you're very active on social media or if you go to networking events, joining um, local organizations. Uh, I mean, there's the, the, the local chambers, there's uh, wedding groups that you can join. Uh, there's ILEA, there's NACE, there's different organizations that you can join. Um, they will cost you a yearly membership, some of those, but it is, it is definitely worth it. Um, and again, by being active in social media, you'll get noticed. I just, uh, what, like last week, I got approached by a magazine in Dallas and they, wanted to interview me as, as an inspiration story, I guess. Um, so I, I did that interview. It's probably going to come out next week. So, so yeah, just be active on social media and do a lot of networking and you will get noticed. And that's how you will start getting invited, um, you know, to do interviews. Or at one point they asked me to go do a, a TV show with one of my photo booths. So I ended up on TV with, uh, with a photo booth. Um, and I started getting people messaging me like, oh my gosh, you were on TV and blah, blah. So now I get to use the, a scene on TV. That's how I'm selling oh my books now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, just be very social and it will, it will definitely work. You will start getting bookings by being social. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, 100% what Mark said, like the networking. Absolutely. I'll start with that. What to do if you're barely getting started? Network. How you would say, Nace, Elliot, any of these sort of uh, the chamber, go and then say, hey, I'm a new member. Um, I love to go ahead and contribute and introduce myself. Can I bring my photo booth, my salsa booth or whatever? And, and you put it up, people are going to notice because the people that are there are planners. They're event uh, venue owners, things of that nature, but definitely network, network, network. Uh, Bridal expos are probably really big at the beginning to get your names out and at least grow your email list if you're using data capture. Um, what not to do? Yeah, don't be careful. Be careful with uh, um, advertising. How Raymond said, uh, you could lose a lot of money fast that way. Um, I believe organic um, networking is a lot better than trying to pay for marketing because we've all been there. You're going through Instagram and you're just like, it pops up and you're like, nah, just keep going. It does, it does help. It does reach. Um, it works when I think you're more, um, when you have a bigger name and a bigger brand and you can afford that. Now you'll have part of your budget will be allotted to that because you can't ever stop. It doesn't matter how big you get. You still have to get your name out there. And uh, yeah. And like the other guy said, networking is the key. You have to meet people. You have to go to events. You have to, one thing that I did is go to venues and meet wedding plans one-on-one go to the go to the networking events meet them but follow up don't stop there you have to follow up you have to call that person you have to email that person go go visit the venue and when you go visit the venue make sure you don't talk, i mean make sure now feel free to talk about your photo booth but you have to be interested in their business you have to ask them about what you can do to help them. It needs to be about them. People want to feel important, right? So you have to make them feel important. 
yes, you want your photo booth and it's not necessarily being, you know, mischievous, but it's, you have to be honest with it too. I need your help, but I'm also here to help you. I want to know about your photo, your, your venue. I want to know about the kind of clients you attract because the client they attract might not be your clientele, right? So it's important to also do that one-on-one in addition to the networking events. And yes, don't price, don't, don't price your photo booth too low. You're going to, you're going to regret it. It's easier to start high. And if you have to give discounts, give discounts, but at least your price is high and they know your price is high. And you're always going to stick to that because it's always easier to drop your prices than to increase your prices. One more thing that I recommend you do now, if you start enough, is write everything down. Whether every single little thing that you do, write it down. Because it's going to come to a point where you forget how to do certain things, right? You have to think of your business as if it was a McDonald's or a oil chain, right? If you go to McDonald's in Jacksonville, the fries are going to taste the same way as if you were in Dallas, right? So you have to write the recipe for every single little thing that you do. It's a lot of work because one little thing as, for example, right? We call some a provider and we say, hey, I need some paper and ink. Can you ship me some paper and ink? It seems easy. So you do it so many times and you think it's easy. But as soon as you hire someone, when you become big enough, it's not that easy anymore because now you need to make sure that person knows the brands that you need, the size that you need. Does it need to be a metallic print? Does it need to be a glossy print? The, you know, what's the name of the person, the company? If that person leaves that company, who is the backup person? What's the address that it needs to be shipped to? If they can ship it to, where do I need to go? Where do I go to pick that uh, that paper up? So that little call that you make every day to all the paper is actually a lot of work. You might not realize it. So what you want to do is think about every single step in ordering that paper and write it down. And every single thing that you do. Um, one thing that we did during the COVID nineteen is that right. We have something that we call the chic Bible. Okay, and what the Sheik Bible is, it's pretty much a document, well, it's an online document, right? But if anything were to happen to me or anybody in the company, anybody could come in, spend two weeks on this document and would be able to run the business just as if I wasn't there. And that is from how to set up a booth, right? How to change the paper in the ink, how to answer the call. What do you say when you pick the phone up? What do you email? How do you email a bride? How do you email a corporate client? How do you email a, someone who's asking you for a birthday party? If it's a 50th birthday party, 16th birthday party, literally every single thing that we had to do once, we wrote it down somewhere. That way we can always go back to it when we need it because sometimes you just do things and you forget about it. So that's my advice. Do it early, do it now because when your company grows and I'm sure it will, you find yourself trying to figure out things and that will slow you down. So it's easier to start now. So write everything down. It, it will save you time. It will save your sanity as well. And uh, Yes, from someone what, who what, just did all of those manuals, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And, and one last thing, just to chime in. Uh, um, I know I mentioned it on our podcast together, but don't give up. If you're barely starting out, you just need one break. Truly do. You need that one planner to all of a sudden uh, book you for that super elite dinner or something in a skyscraper in the penthouse and you now show up you rock it you crush it with your overlay with your design with your customer service and now you have a bunch of folks with money that are contacting you because with salsa you know you have the find us on instagram whatever you they have you in their phone now when they're throwing their um you know their fancy dinners and everything so you just need one just one break that's all it takes just one and then you're good you're golden yeah um so we have about seven minutes left and I have a really interesting question here that I, I want to get to before we're done. Um, how are you guys planning ahead for next year? Because this person's saying we have triple the amount of events we usually would have in a, in a calendar year and it's looking a little intimidating. <laughs> so um, think about your staffing now because it's going to take time and effort and investment to get them up to scratch. 
So they're ready when you need them. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Raymond. That's the same thing we're doing here. We actually, as soon as COVID hit, we started hiring, which is crazy, but <clears throat> needed that. And the good thing is we have the time. You have the time for training right now. I have some people that I say, here's the booth, take it home with you and play with it. And I'll train you virtually. But I, I do need those people to be ready when it gets crazy, just like Raymond said. You have to focus on staffing. Yeah, right now, right now it's the perfect time. Um, actually, last night I uh, I had a meeting with with my staff. Um, you know, kind of to 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 retrain some of them because they it's been a while. You know, some of them haven't been working. You know, uh, some of the events lately. So what we did last night, we 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 uh, we did a little bit of training. And then we actually did a photo shoot last night. We did a really cool photo shoot just for promo material, um, you know, just to introduce or reintroduce the staff to, you know, social media or on the website. But we used that as a retraining session. Um, and I, I, I have hired people that, you know, that will eventually start, but I already have some lined up, um, you know, because once this is over, hopefully soon, um, you know, those events are going, to, I mean, everybody's eager right now to have events. So, so those events are going to be there waiting for us and, and we need to have a, you know, the, the staff and the equipment and I mean, everybody needs to be trained. So, so yeah, I, I've been working on that. Awesome. I would say streamline everything right now while you can, when you're not doing as many events and you see it on your calendar that you have a lot coming, I believe you said three times the amount, streamline everything. Um, say on Monday evening, for instance, I am finalizing all my overlays for all my events that I have um, Tuesday, you know what you have to do Wednesday. And then that way you're ready to rock um, you're not kind of freaking out. You're not everyone, you know, you may have families, uh, uh, nine to five, something like that. Maybe you had to stay over late for work. Uh, you don't have to freak out just because you already have a plan in place. Like every Monday, I know for a fact, um, finishing out all the overlays, et cetera. Yeah, and I think this is also a really great opportunity for some of the new booth owners, just because the amount of weddings that are going to happen, I mean, we all saw that chart in the last um, presentation about how many weddings were supposed to happen in October 2020. And I know, like, we only had one cancellation, and it was literally a person who was, like, the booth was going out that Saturday, then they postponed, and then it just couldn't happen and kept getting pushed back. So everything we had on the books for 2020 is now moved to, or, yeah, to 2021, and we're still getting inquiries for 2021. I have a lot of booths, but it's very possible that like we might be double booked for that specific booth somewhere. So for any new booth owners, um, you know, make sure that if you are a PBSEO owner, that people know in the group where you are so that if there is an opportunity to white label, because I know I'm all about white labeling rather than having to buy another booth unless I see the repetition happening over and over again. Usually it takes about three events for me to ha have white labeled before I buy another photo booth. Um, but this is a great opportunity for people who are just starting out to get that residual, uh, those residual bookings and just the volume that's going to be available out there. Like just start networking now so that you can pick up all of those extra events that, you know, some of the photo booth companies are already at max. Like I know a few of them that have, days that are already completely booked out so it's the jobs are there anything else you guys want to add to that one stay organized get yourself a crm yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah booth book giving away three months possibly for free to one lucky winner so yeah. that's definitely one to check out perfect all right. Well, guys, um, I'm actually going to stop us here because we do need to go to our commercial break. And then when we come back, I'm going to be wrapping it up and giving away a couple of prizes to some of the people here. Now, before we go, I want to give you guys an opportunity um, to maybe just give a piece of information to somebody who's starting out. And I like to phrase it this way. If you could go back to the day you started your photo booth business, what is the one thing you would tell yourself? Mark, I'll start with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, be more patient, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, some of the owners that, that, that know me, you know, that we've met throughout the years at, um, you know, at the, at the summits or, or just conferences. So sometimes I just reach out to them and I'm just like going crazy with, with, with certain things, you know, either the design portion of, of the overlays or, the technical part of a certain software, things like that. 
I mean, it's going to take a lot to learn what you're working with. Uh, you know, right now, for example, like Salsa, it's a super easy app. But let's say you start using other softwares, you have to make sure that you learn everything. And, and then also, uh, you know, it's going to get confusing. So just you're going to get you're, it's going to get good. It's going to get better. I was super impatient at the beginning and I'm still impatient. So I think if I would go back there, I'd be just like, take a moment, just breathe and don't freak out. Um, some of the people out there, like I'm just like messaging like crazy. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Um, which Catalina has been one of them at one point, I'm sure. <laughs> I love your messages though. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like I message Catalina. I message, uh, I don't know, Trish also in Canada or Jan or Tree or people all over the US and you know people that I have a connection with already and they know how frustrated I get sometimes but yeah just be patient that's what I would tell myself <laughs> nice Pitu how about you know your stuff know your stuff uh sleep with that booth next to you in the bed <laughs> break it break it put it back together break it again put it back together no, find a way to jam the paper, unjam the printer. Uh, find a way to jam the printer, sorry, and unjam it. You have to know your photo booth in and out because so, unfortunately it will break. And when it breaks at an event, you need to be able to fix it. And if you can't fix it, you're going to panic. And if you panic, it's just going to get it getting worse. So you have to know your software. Play with every single little feature of that software, even if you you don't have any client asking you about that feature. That's, I'm a tech guy. Maybe that's why it was easier for me, but that's how I think, right? I'm a tech guy and I want to know how things work, but I realized that by doing that, it gave me some kind of expertise, some kind of calm throughout this whole thing. When I was talking about the booth, I felt in control because I knew what I was talking about. You know, so that that's one thing that is, that I would say do. Also, and if, if, if I'm allowed, Catalina, really quickly, I'll go back to the very first question you asked me, right? And it, it, it's about emotional intelligence. You have to know how other people feel to make your, your business successful. One of the questions you asked me earlier was, how did you guys deal with this whole situation? That same question we asked ourselves when we started the business. How do we make it? In, when COVID-19 started, the question we asked ourselves is, how do we survive this thing? And that is the wrong question to ask, actually. You have to ask yourself, how can I help my clients? What can I do to make people feel better about themselves? That's the question you have to ask yourself if you're starting this business. That's the question you have to ask yourself during this COVID pandemic. Because when you ask yourself that question, it opens up the door. You talk to other people. You ask them, what is it that you need? Your wedding is canceled. You're crying about that. I can't be worried about my photo booth and not booking an event. I need to worry about you, the bride, who spent a whole, your whole life planning this thing. So you have to be emotionally intelligent in any business and in this one as well. So don't always think, what can I do to be successful? Think. What can I do to make that event perfect? What can I do to make my client happy? And if you can ask yourself that question, I think you'll be successful because you will seek the answer and the answer will be the key to your success. I wish I had a heart emoji I could just stick on the screen right now. Right, I'll be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah, do a little heart. That was amazing. Um, Mike, Ray, do you guys have anything you wanna add there? Probably just add, keep it simple. It's easy to overcapitalize when you start. You want to buy 10 backdrops. You want to buy a thousand props. And one thing we've learned, um, a quick story. We, when we did our very first, first wedding expo, we literally took everything we owned. We took every sequin backdrop. We took all our props. We're like, we're going to upsell everything. And then at the end of it, we were so disappointed because we didn't get even one booking like on the spot. We were expecting bookings on the spot, didn't happen. But um, people just like simplicity. Um, so, you know, one or two backdrops. Um, when props come back, you know, they're not, they're not asking what props do you have? You know, they just want a fun experience. So if you can keep, keep it simple and sell the experience, I think you'll be okay. Yeah, 100%. And right. just... Uh, I'll, I'll keep it real simple because everyone's had 
great points. Y'all are crushing it right here. Um, like Raymond said, at the end of the day, it is a business and you're getting in this obviously to increase capital, to help your family, your life. But at the end of the day, it's a photo booth business. So it's fun. Have fun. How many people get paid to go and head to weddings, to events, birthday, corporate, whatever, every single person, you, you will never see anybody take a photo in your photo booth. After when you go through the gallery, like, hmm, you know, I'm having a horrible time here. No, it's, it's fun. Have fun with it. Um, like C2 was saying, stuff happens, printers break, um, software malfunctions, uh, things are gonna happen. Breathe, take a breather and know that yes, right now in that moment, you know, pretty, it's not the greatest, but there's support and, there's your friends in the groups that you could contact, uh, post real quick, reach out to somebody. But at the end of the day, just yes, have fun with it. And I wish you all the best of luck. Definitely. If, uh, it's an exciting time. Have fun. It's, it, it's great to start something new, start a new business, and you're going to love it. Trust me, you're not making a bad decision at all. I'm going to put my last piece of information, which is test your booth the night before or two nights before. Literally, there is no such thing as enough testing, um, especially when you're first starting out. Test, test, test. In case yes. you didn't get a test. No. <laughs> and don't don't update. But, don't update before an event. Oh my gosh. No. no. <laughs> Do not. Yeah. Do not. <laughs> oh, damn windows. Thank you so much, guys. This was so great. You guys had so much knowledge. I wish we could do this for hours and hours. I feel like we could just keep talking. And I know the, the comments are coming through. Everyone's loving this. So uh, thank you again so much for taking the time to sit and uh, talk with everyone about all of these questions. And I know Ray, it's super early for you up in Australia. So <laughs> appreciate it. I hope you got lots of useful information out of the panel of owners we just had at Virtual Boost Summit. Next week, we'll be talking to six planners from Canada and the U.S. about real and virtual events that they're seeing in the next six months and next year. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Photo Booth Podcast and you want to get more content like this, please consider subscribing. And similar to how we always want our clients to leave us reviews, I'd love it if you could do the same. Don't forget sharing is caring. So if you know someone who could benefit from hearing this, please pass it along and we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>